When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. So the draft came and went. No big trade, no headline deal, some questionable picks, and we got somewhat of an upset fan base, a disappointed Celtics fan base. Somewhat of an upset fan base? Okay. That's an understatement. A very disappointed Celtics fan base. Just let me out the box. I'm waiting, man. But it's still early. It's still early, and we're going to break it all down. We'll talk about the Celtics draft. We'll also talk about uh, some news surrounding Kevin Durant and uh, a meeting that he's going to have with the Boston Celtics coming up soon that has people excited. We'll break that down. We'll talk about what that means to the team. And, of course, we'll break everything down towards the end where uh, Joel's in case you missed it, as we always do in every single podcast. But we got Joel here, of course. We got Dutra in the house. My name is Joe Sway, and we have plenty to talk about. So going into this NBA draft, we heard all the reports, all the rumors and trades, all the way up until the second that the Celtics drafted Jalen Brown at number three. And since <laughs> since Dutra is the most passionate uh He's had the most passionate reaction towards this draft. We're going to open the floor for him and uh, have him kick things off. I don't think I was that passionate. I think your article on CausewayStreetBlog.com was the most passionate article that we've seen in recent history where you're attacking Danny Age. I don't think Is that fair to say, though? Like In terms of attacking Danny Age, I think that was the most passionate one that we've had ever. I think you said you you wanted him to die at some point. I mean— You may have said that. Okay, let me just just explain where I'm coming from with that, though. This was— the this was what we've been waiting for, right? This is what we've been waiting for since we traded Kevin Garnett. I put out a piece on Causeway Street. You got a, you got bad, you got some backlash for that. The the, the but <laughs> now was I right though? No, I mean you know how you know no? how me and Sway. No, no, I, I I understand where you're coming from, and no, you're not you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong, but but I'm ev- right. Everyone everyone well for the most part the general consensus is. Oh, but forget this year. We Celtics still have next year and the year after that. But who the hell wants to wait three, four, five years down the line for the Celtics to be relevant? Right. Okay. I know. I know you don't. You know what? No, Dutra, I, I think- don't. I don't because this is the thing. This is the thing. When you have. So, okay. Let's rewind a little bit. Let's rewind. If you are, if you are. If you're Danny Ainge, right? You're Danny Ainge, and you're looking at it, and you're saying, this is the picks that we've traded. This is what we have. This is the assets. And you've told everyone, just be patient. Just be patient. Just wait for this draft. When we get the Brooklyn picks, everything will be fine. We're going to trade. We're going to get the fireworks. We're going to have a good time. Everything will be awesome. All right, fine. We've waited. And we've waited. And we've waited a little bit more. And then now we come to this precipice of saying, Okay, Danny, what's going on? All of a sudden, there's nothing happening. You're just drafting the number three pick. All right, well, there was two. Like you can't just draft the okay, number three right. pick. Well, let's let's break down these reports first, okay? Before we talk about the actual pick and them selecting Jalen Brown, let's talk about the two trades that almost went down. Okay, the first one, uh, the biggest one, the, the the guy we've been talking about the most in the last couple of weeks, the last month or so, Jimmy Butler deal. Okay, now a report coming out of Chicago says that the Celtics. Well, the Bulls wanted the Celtics to hand over the number three pick, Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder. 
and I want to say maybe the 16th pick, yeah, but regardless, I, that, that I think I think I, I had read or I heard that was a, all three picks. That's a done deal. If all I'm three Danny picks. Ainge. All three picks. Would you do that? All three? No, you. No, no, no. no. I think it was just the two. It, it, it was it was the number three and the number 16. Would you do that? You Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, and the two first round picks, okay. the, the top ones. This is what I this is what I would have told Chicago. I would have I would have started with the three. The 16 and either Avery Bradley or Let's Jay not even Crowder. go down that road, though. But, but, let's just but, but, say listen. that's the deal on the table. But you and know, and Chicago saying that's what we want. Would okay. you do that? They, they come to you and they say, I want Jay Crowder, I want Avery Bradley, I want three, I want 16, and I want 23? Yes. That's a tough. That's, yeah, see, the, the look on your face right now says it all. <laughs> that's hard to say yes to that, no, right? No, 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 no. I, w- I would, I, I think you could easily counter and say, okay, we're not giving you all three draft picks. You can have Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, three, and 23. We're going to keep 16. The picks, the picks are my concern. My, my concern is those two guys you just named, though. You, you would trade Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder for, for Jimmy Butler? We've talked about this. We yes, have, we and would. I've been on that side and of the fence. I, I said yes. I said do it. I said I said no. I, I said I, I said, said one or the other. I said one or the other, okay. not both. This, okay, so you said no. I said yes, leading into it. But now, now that we're, what, 48 hours removed from the draft, I think the Celtics did a good job in, in saying no. And, and hear me no, out. This is, hear man. me out, Dutra. Hear me out. This, no. is, this is why I came to this conclusion, because okay? Because you love Jalen Brown. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I, liked, no, no. I love to Jimmy Butler. I'm a huge Jimmy Butler guy. Let him, let him, let to let preface him. this. No, but let him, let, him, let him finish. Let him finish. I told you, we'll get to the pick after. We don't want to talk about the fucking trades. Fucking Jalen Brown asshole, man. <laughs> get hey, the man. fuck out of hey, here. He could be listening, man. I'm, we follow, we follow hey, him now. We'll, I will defend Jalen Brown later in this podcast. Don't don't. Worry. I okay. will maybe get on Jalen Brown later. I don't know. We'll get there. My whole my whole Sexually. thing. Get it. You guys done? Yeah, go ahead. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> my reasoning behind why the Celtics didn't do it is because okay, one Jay, uh Now you got me thinking about Jalen Brown. Jimmy Butler is, in my opinion, the best shooting guard in the NBA. If not, arguably, between him and Thompson. Okay, let's just say that. Well, One of the best, let's, right? Let's give it a clay. Let's give it a clay. Let's just give it a clay. Right, for the sake of argument, yeah. Okay, arguably. Okay, good. So Number, let me, let me ask you another. Top two shooting guard in the NBA. Okay, yeah, all right, perfect. Let me ask you this question. If he were to come on this team, would he be the number one guy between him and Thomas? Yeah. He has to be, right? Because you're, well, you're giving up Bradley yes. and you're giving up Crowder? Yes. Okay, so when you look at a guy like this coming into the situation, you want to look at his past. You want to see, okay, do you have what it takes to be that to be that number one guy. This is the same guy who played with Paul Gasol, who, yes, he's aging, but he's still an all-star, still a productive guy. He played with a, you know, not the same guy what he used to be, but he played with Derrick Rose last season, right? Two guys that, in my opinion, should be more than enough for you to get to the playoffs. But he couldn't bring the Bulls to the playoffs last season. This And then, this. And then you're going to go from that to, okay, here is – you're number. You're the number stop one guy. Stop hating on Jimmy Butler, bro. I'm no. not hating on Jimmy you Butler, gotta man. Stop hating on. J- no, 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 you sort of are. You're trying no, to. You're not, trying he's to. Not, he's not. He's you're trying, trying to say that he's not worth Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder. Which no, I'm trying I, to I'm say sorry. he's not worth being the number one guy yet. Okay, so he's not the number one guy yet. Okay, we're 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 sort of missing the point here. The point is, What's is that point? you could have drafted Chris Dunn in the third spot and tried to trade him with maybe Chris Dunn and Avery Bradley. You wouldn't have to include. Because they wanted Chris Dunn. The Chicago Bulls wanted Chris Dunn. Yeah, there was but they a reason. wanted Butler there was, and Crowder, too. There was, a reason, there was a reason why that Minnesota drafted Chris Dunn at the fifth spot, and then immediately the trade room was started going that Jimmy Butler was going to be going to Minnesota. There was a reason why that happened, because Chicago was looking for Chris Dunn. So if I'm Danny Ainge, I know that you want Chris Dunn. Okay, you want Chris Dunn. I'm going to – I swear to God, if the – I doubt, I highly doubt, highly doubt that by the time they they would knew that the trade was dead, that Chicago was insisting on Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder. It well, I'm must going have been off an the report or. from Chicago. That's it, what I'm, I'm it, going off this report from Chicago. If it that's true, must have been an if easy that was the or. trade that was on the table, that oh, that, that was the, their request, then I don't blame Danny Agent saying but no. But even if so, even if so, dude, you got to think about it. You got to think about it. You got Jay Crowder as 
a throw-in into the Rajon Rondo deal. That's a gift to you. That's a gift. And Avery Bradley was drafted 19th overall. And, yes, he's developed into – or 21st overall. He's developed into yeah. a great player, but uh, – not a great – well, you see what I'm – a great Celtics player okay. on the Celtics, yeah, right? He's a, a top a three star, player on the Celtics. A, a rising star for the Celtics. Right. But, or, or but at the same time, you have an all-star. Okay. You need an all-star on this team. You are one all-star away. Even if you take the two best players – the two – the second and third best players off the team, and you get the best player then on the team, that's a win. You got to do it because then Isaiah slots down. Everyone slots down. You get, you have free agency to work with. You don't want to draft. Uh, now Now you're left with Jalen Brown. Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder. There's no place to play these guys. You you're you're at the precipice. You're you're on the top of that mountaintop to say the rebuild is right here. We just need that one I, little step. I and get you, what you're and saying. You decided to say no, Dutra. You're talking about the big name. You're talking about how he can attract another big free agent. That's I hear what you. I'm saying. I hear though, you out. You just do it. You just you just you go all in. and You say I'm going to trade my second and third best player plus an unknown commodity that's probably a good unknown commodity. And I'm going to get a known commodity that's made an all-star team that can average 20 points a game, play it to be a two-way player, fill a need for the Celtics, and make us to the next point where then, guess what? You're not Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, and Jay Crowder. You're Isaiah Thomas, Jimmy Butler, and insert free agent A, right? The number one right. free agent on the market would want to come. And that's a better team. That's a better team. That's just what we've all been waiting See, for. That's, that's... And Danny got gun shy. That's what it comes down to is Danny got no, gun shy. that's why I disagree no, with no, you. No, I don't no. know if that's a better team. I don't know if that's a better team. Danny values either Jay Crowder or A.B. Bradley that much to think or to, you know, to not pull the trigger and say Jimmy Butler is not worth all that Chicago's asking for at the end of the day. But the thing is, is that Jimmy Butler will be an available all-star. I'm sorry. So then why, why is he available then? Why is he available? Yeah. Because Chicago wants to rebuild. There is DeMarcus Cousins should be available. He is not because Sacramento Kings won't rebuild. This is this is the thing, though. When that comes up, when you have the opportunity to get an all-star, you need to just go. You need to just go and get it. If you need an all-star on your team, you need to go. You need to give them what they want. I don't care if it – as long as you don't give up your best player, which is Isaiah Thomas, right? right. Then we all agree on that. Yes. As long as you don't give up Isaiah Thomas in a deal – and you can have two All-Stars play on the same team. I'm sorry. You have plenty of role players. Role players are easy to come by. You can bring in another free agent. You can do it. You just you just say, like, I'm sorry, Avery Bradley's not going to win us a championship. Okay, It's but, not going to happen. But listen, but listen, neither is just Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler could possibly, the combination see, of Jimmy see, Butler. You, you just said could possibly. It's not a guarantee. But Avery Bradley a is a is a definitely not win but, us a championship. But maybe right? it wasn't A.V. Bradley. Maybe it was Jay Crowder. And maybe Jay Crowder's in the same boat as Avery. But Jay Crowder is gonna he's gonna he's gonna improve Dutra. You you you're no, you're man. under the you're under the assumption you're under the assumptions that these two guys are gonna stay here and not be a part of something else. Maybe they're gonna be a part of another deal I that guess, we don't know about. I guess maybe it, Chicago was just like let's see how much we can push to see if if the Celtics are that desperate enough to just hand over. All these players and all these picks for one guy. See, it would be different if we were in Minnesota's shoes, right? How? Minnesota hasn't made the playoffs. Yeah, because, Minnesota has right. a, has has Carl Anthony Towns. I got Andrew Wiggins. Right. They got uh They're, Zach not, they're not a playoff team. They yet. don't yeah. need to make the playoffs next year. They don't care. They don't need to make the playoffs. They just got Chris Dunn, who should have went third, went fifth, drafted the best point guard in the in, in the draft, right? They're sitting on cloud nine. They're sitting there saying we don't need Jimmy Butler. I mean, we, we we like Jimmy Butler, but we don't need him. Boston needs Jimmy Butler. Boston needs that all-star. This is the time. We've been waiting for this rebuild for too long, even though it's only been three years. That is way too long in Boston to be rebuilding. And I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. But but I'm sorry, Joel. No, but why are you surprised, though? That's what kills me about this whole thing. Danny doesn't just just make a move just to make a move. He never has. He never has. The reason is because we have waited. And as when I say we, I mean Celtics fans and everyone who follows the Celtics teams and everyone who was the, you know, uh, I'm sorry. I'm a ride or die Paul Pierce guy. I don't care. Everybody, I think everyone that was a Celtics fan is, right? When you trade him away and you tell us that you're going to get 
four draft picks, three first-round draft picks unprotected and one pick swap, you say, okay, that's awesome. You know what? But just, just, but, but when it happened, I said, just do something with it. Just do something with it. Just no, make it, sure that it, it, it becomes something more than just a, a rebuild because we knew we were going to suck. No, but that's what, at the time when that happened, that's what Celtics fans were, were, were thinking was going to happen. When they made that trade, it was going to be, all right, Celtics going to build through the draft. No one, no one expected the Celtics to be a That's playoff false. team. That's false. Well, no, no, no. Okay. Come on, no, really? Kid, continue. You, you, no, no one no, expected no. the Celtics to be a, a playoff team in year two and in year three of the rebuild. Did but they? I did. But no, and I'm with you on that. I'm okay. with you, Joel. I'm okay. with you on that, though, right. right? That I didn't expect them to be a playoff team in year three if they were going to build through the draft. But the problem is they did not build through the draft. The only person they drafted, the only two people they drafted. Three, actually. You got Kelly Olenek that year that had nothing to do with the Brooklyn pick. You got Marcus Smart that year that had nothing to do with the Brooklyn pick except you sucked. Okay. And then you got James Young, which had, which was the first Brooklyn pick. Okay. Now you're sitting there with Jalen Brown, and you're telling me to sit here, be calm, trust the process, make sure, give, not, give trust to Danny Ainge. No, no, no. I'm not saying. No, no, no. Because they made the playoffs last year? No. We were a 48-win team that – this year, if we come back with the same squad, I'm sorry, 48 wins would be a stretch for this team next year if they come back with the same squad. I swear to God. Well, another team that was interested in the pick was the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Sorry. And this is the deal that I really wanted to go down because the Jimmy Brother thing at the time leading up to the third pick, it kind of seemed like a pipe dream even though it seemed to reemerge right before the pick was taken. I was still thinking, you know what? If all fails, they can rely on making a deal with Philadelphia 76ers. However, at the last minute, reportedly, the 76ers pulled back on a deal that I think would have been a steal for the Celtics. So I can understand why they took back, but I would have loved to see Danny sort of finagle some sort of deal to, to go through regardless. Yes, see, that's, that's my whole thing, right? Maybe not someone like a Jimmy Butler, but look at what the Pacers did. Look at what the Knicks did. Like this, these little, these the little. Pacers got a lot. That's what I'm saying. These little, these little deals that like were like under the radar. Yeah. Which is what Danny's pretty much good at. Right. Right. The trades that he has made in his in his tenor, tenure here have been these little under radar deals that you're like, whoa, I didn't see that one coming. Now let me ask so, you one thing: the the all the players that moved, the big name players. So we're gonna go with George Hill, Jeff Teague, Serge Ibaka, and um, uh, Thaddeus Young. Mm-hmm. Would you want them on the Celtics? I would want Thaddeus no. Young, but I can understand why that deal didn't go down because no. the deal that went down for Thaddeus happened early in the afternoon. So I can understand why Danny's, you know, he's tied he up with this. He didn't want to give up anything, right? Right, because he's tied up with calls with, with Chicago and he's tied up with calls with Philly. If I'm him, it's tough to make that deal when you don't know if I'm missing out on Jimmy Butler. I'm missing plus, out on Nerlens Noel. Bro- Brooklyn ain't going to deal with yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, that's, that's a whole other thing, no, no, too. Forget yeah. that. Forget that. What if they do agree to a deal? Why would you want to help Brooklyn by giving them a pick? When they're they're supposed to be awful next year because well, you give them the twenty what the twentieth yeah. pick in the you're draft. You're not giving them players. You're not oh, giving them a third. I'm sorry, the third but pick. if if, if they're deal. drafting like Danny Ainge, they got Ante Zizic next year, which ain't gonna be fucking shit. <laughs> All right, you give them the twenty third pick, but, they're gonna pick fucking but, Ante Zizic, and I'm listen, gonna tell them, you know what, go fuck yourself. But listen though, it's it's a crapshoot when it comes to the draft. I mean, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler was drafted, you know, 29th five years ago, and look what he turned into. Like you, you never know. No, you never know. What but I know. But okay, I, I can, can I get, tell you. Let me for just a get to the report, Ante though. Zizek isn't gonna fucking come. To All the right, NBA let me. No, I'm year. not. You're missing my point, Dutra. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. I'm not happy with what what happened at the draft. I'm not at all. I don't know. You know, I other mean, than Jalen Brown, I don't know right, any of these dudes right, that were drafted. All right, all right. I, I'm just saying though, for Thaddeus Young to give Brooklyn a late round, late first round pick. You know they're gonna get it from somebody, anyways. You might as well give it, a, give it, give them your pick, and then get Thaddeus Young. No, right? I'm not saying Celtics let, should have gone up and get Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus Young, what, is, what does he do that you know Jared Soldier can't do? I would a, a lot. lot. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Okay. You Yo, don't think Thaddeus Young would be an upgrade over Jared Soldier? Whoa, let's whoa, go. Whoa, Wait, whoa, let's get past whoa, this. This is gonna whoa, be an argument. Whoa. Okay, right, here we go. go right, here we go. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, we're gonna get into that in a little bit. But no, my whole point I was gonna say is the report that. Really? Do you not like Thaddeus Young? Yo, wow. he had one I'm decent season last year. <laughs> he had one decent season last year. I knew it was going to come no, to no. about. He had one yeah, decent okay, season okay, let me last ask you year this. on a shitty Brooklyn team. Before we get back to that, though, let me ask you this. No, he was, the, he was legit on Who Philly. would fit better in the system, Thaddeus Young or Jared Sullinger? 
in right now? In terms of being a stretch four, athletic, can shoot outside, inside, dick, rebound, dick, the whole dick, thing. Dick, but if I got to deal with Brooklyn, why would you want to deal with Brooklyn? Because you're not giving up a number three pick because or one of your that, rotation guys. You, why would Brooklyn want to deal with the Celtics again? Uh, listen, because Brooke, they want to pick. Let me let me. They want you. something from that from that uh, terrible deal that they made for Pierce and Garnett. I will say one thing. I'm going to move off the topic. I'm going to move off the topic because oh, no, I'm going go, to go back no, no, to no, no. the Can I get to the Philly thing? Okay, that's uh, what I want to get into. That's uh, the yes, whole point yes, I wanted to bring yes. up. Uh, how did we get to Thaddeus Young? Because you, we got bringing him up. No, you guys are talking about all the trades that went down that that day before the draft, and I'm like, can we talk Celtics first before we talk about the NBA? All right, so this deal that I think would have been stupid for Philadelphia to pull to to agree to, so I can understand why they pulled out. But what I don't understand is that why couldn't have Danny somehow make the deal happen? Throw in something to, to sweeten the pot. No, he could have made the deal happen. The thing is that I don't think he wanted the deal to happen. Yeah, but okay. you telling me that Nerlens Noel, Robert Covington, two of the late first-round picks for Philadelphia just for the number three pick. You wouldn't want that to happen? I think, well, I, I think I, Ainge I wanted it to was, happen, but I Philly was, backed out. I heard it was 13 and uh, uh, 3 and 60. Okay, yeah, you're right. My fault. Yeah, 3-16 and 16 for their two, uh, what was it, 2024 20, and 28? That would have been a done deal. I mean, deal no, 26 and 28. you still would have got your Yabaselli dude. You still would have got your Yabaselli dude at 23. Right, but my whole point is and that. And you could have got Zizek at 24. I get, no, dude, my point is that they backed out. They Who if, backed out? Philly. No, Celtics backed out. Uh, the Celtics, the, from everything that I've heard is that the Celtics said that, is not what we want to give up. Mike Gorman the, told me that they backed up. No, Mike Gorman will always. Oh yeah, you said that. You don't. You don't believe him, right? You don't. You think Mike Gorman's a liar? No, 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 no. I do not put me on record saying Mike Gorman. I had a, a liar. nice conversation with Mike Gorman that's at the Garden draft night, and he was adamant that Philly backed out last second, and it was a no-brainer for the Celtics. Once the talks huh. got serious, Isn't when the Celtics were getting ready to pull the trigger. They backed out. Isn't it weird that the Celtics um, always get backed out on at the last second? It's so strange that, like, you know, Danny Ainge isn't trying to, like, ask for something else or do something else. Well, that's my whole point, though. I think that Danny Ainge doesn't think Nerlens Noel is worth the third pick. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. But he is, though. I think he's worth it. No, I know. Especially in this scenario. Maybe we think think he's worth it, right? But Danny, two things with Danny when it comes to trading. He doesn't want to feel gypped, Right. And then the other, the other person that, you know, the other trade partner doesn't want to feel like they're getting gypped. That's, that's the whole thing right now. That's Danny's, that's Danny's problem, I guess, at this point. The problem is, is that Danny Ainge thinks that his treasure trove of assets is not, like, devalued. Devalued. What the hell am I trying to say? No, De- you said it right. Devaluized? I think that's a word. That's not a word. I just <laughs> said that. Devaluized. I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. Joel, look that do up. Do you see what I'm saying though? Like, I'm sorry, Danny. Danny, oh, I'm I on it. okay. This is this is the problem. Is that not only okay, you Danny Ainge does one thing really well. He trades away star players in trades. He trades away his player that is like worth, let's say Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, right? They're probably both worth first-round picks at that point. He got four. We're saying, oh, awesome. You traded away the player to get back the assets. Awesome. Rajon Rondo, you traded away the best player to get back those assets. Mm-hmm. Jeff Green, you traded away the player, you got back the assets. He's really good at collecting the assets. But when it comes to cashing in on those assets to get a player back, Danny Ainge has proven he cannot do it unless it's friggin' Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett. Well, Sean, which when, that time of the NBA was a lot different than right now. Absolutely, absolutely. We're in a different time now. But my my takeaway, walk, you know, from the NBA draft on Thursday night was that that's the way they don't, they don't have to do it now. You have to build up the draft. This is no, it. No, nobody no, wanted no, nobody no, wanted no, this. Nobody no. wanted to admit it, but it's it's the fact. You don't want if you don't want to let go it. every Bradley and Jay Crowder. You're building through the draft. Which is, which is the You're problem. building through the draft. That's he's the talking, problem. He's talking, he's talking as if he's Ainge. He's not saying that they shouldn't like I know, I know, I know right. what we're saying, but that is the biggest problem, is that Danny Ainge needs to look at his roster and look at it and say, is Avery Bradley a top 20 player in the NBA? No. The answer is no. But I is Jay think, Crowder a top I think when you 30 pair, player in the NBA? When you pair them the to, answer is no. When you pair, when you them, pair them together... 
I don't know if you're getting the same in return exactly. in Jimmy Butler. Yes, I don't but, know, but, but man. Listen, I'm not sure listen, about that. But listen, if you see this, this is this is what Jimmy I'm, Butler's a top twenty guy. Absolutely. Where I'm coming yes. from, where I'm coming from is the but fact that is he the number one guy on a championship team? Okay, let me ask you this: Did you want Chris Dunn on this team? No, I don't care. I didn't want anybody to get drafted. <laughs> George wanted a trade. I just wanted. Okay, I just wanted. I didn't want Chris Dunn. So, I, didn't want, I didn't want anybody drafted. The to answer be, would to be, be on no, the record. The answer right. would be no. Yeah. Because somebody tried to convince me that Chris Dunn would be a great fit on this team because we got no playmakers on this team, which I think is sort of a little bit out little, there, out yeah. there. But but at the is same, it though? but you I, got, you I, have, I, I know I'm, I'm with you. Maybe okay. maybe we need a playmaker at the point guard, but we got plenty of point guards, right? We got Isaiah Thomas, we got Marcus Smart, you got Terry Rozier, you got Avery Bradley. Those four those four guards are getting the majority of your minutes at at, uh, okay. at at guard, right? But are they playmakers? But no, they're not playmakers, right. right? No, no, no. Which which is fine, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. If you want to get a playmaker, go go draft Chris Dunn, right? Trade away. I don't know. I don't know. You have to trade somebody at that point because there's no minutes on the team, right? Now the problem is that we're so stocked with guards that the best player in this draft that was available to you. Was a point guard. Yeah, but I think we're and in, you couldn't draft him. But Sean, we're in like you said. You just said it. We're in an era in the NBA where you don't need a playmaker to be your to be a championship team anymore. Right. So, You're used to, you know, so back when Rajon Rondo was exactly, Rajon Rondo, and back before that when you know Tony Parker, you know, you needed playmakers. Now look at the last two teams that won championships: Cleveland, Golden State. Irving and Curry, those are playmakers? No, no they're, they're, they're scoring they're point guards. They're definitely not playmakers. They're, they're, which is, they're score first point guards nowadays. Which I think we already have our score point score first. Exactly. Point guard so we're, so they're fitting so the mold, need, right? We don't need Chris so Dunn. So the Southerners are in with the times. But you don't need Chris is, Dunn, exactly. The problem is that you dra- you got to still draft Chris Dunn to try to trade Chris Dunn. I mean, you now drafted Jalen Brown, who has zero trade value in the NBA. I'm sorry, but Jalen Brown is – no one wants Jalen well, Brown. Well, no, the second, the second his name was announced – Obviously, it was okay. This is them keeping their pick. This isn't. Oh, we're gonna draft Jalen and flip him later. I don't I like don't think, if they just would have drafted. That guy. If they just would have drafted Chris Dunn, and figured it out, and said we're either gonna trade this or we'll trade, you know, Avery Bradley, or we'll trade Terry Rozier, or something. Something would Marcus Marby other. You you draft the best player. You cannot draft. So you, for, you think Dunn was the best player available after two? I don't even like Chris Dunn. I don't even think he's the best player, but I think that the M- NBA consensus is that Chris Dunn was the best player. And then if you ever, he was the most tradable asset at number three. You had to take Chris Dunn. I don't want him to play for the Celtics, but if he, if if you're trying to trade the pick, and everyone says I want to take this number three pick to draft Chris Dunn, with whether it's the Bulls or whether it's the Bucks or whether it's the the Sixers, all of them wanted Chris Dunn. We drafted Jalen Brown. Dumbass move. That's a dumbass move because now you're stuck with Jalen Brown, and now you give the leverage to Minnesota to say, "Hey, that's you know." Okay, you just trade. You just mentioned that there's a shitload of guards on this team, right? So what if they had drafted Chris Dunn, and they weren't able to trade him? Now they're stuck with him. I think you can easily move on from Marcus Smart. If you're Bradley, you can trade some pieces to make it work. And a- there are enough guards on this team. So you would have been happy with keeping Chris Dunn and trading away Marcus Martin, Avery yes. Bradley, et cetera, I'm not, et I'm not. I'm not hating on Chris Dunn. I don't, I, I don't think that Chris Dunn is, is going to be a superstar player. I don't think that he's going to be, you know, uh, all NBA or whatever. But I think he's a good, a good draft pick. And, so, I, and so. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him drafting at number three. If we had no guards... I would have said draft Chris Dunn. Fine, I'm cool with it. He's the best right, point so, guard in the draft. Right, so, right. So I'm Chris fine Dunn, with it. So Chris Dunn and Isaiah Thomas in the backcourt would have been fine with you. Yes. All right. That's good to know. Because I'm pretty sure Isaiah Thomas has no problem playing off the ball. And if uh, Chris Dunn came into the league, he probably would be starting on the bench anyways. So, I mean, on, on the Celtics. I mean, I, right? Am I being wrong about saying that? Well, you just said trade away Marcus Smart, maybe Bradley. You would have to. The reason why. Okay. So the reason why I wanted to draft Chris Dunn is to trade Chris Dunn. Now, if you couldn't trade Chris Dunn, which is what you proposed, I would say trade one of your other guards. Okay, so make room for him or trade him. Okay, but he was the best asset, and then you take the guy who's probably going to go to drop to number eight. Okay, <sighs> <laughs> let's talk about Jalen Brown. No, but but Danny Ainge drafted this dude, right? Because they were like, we tried to trade this third pick. For whatever reason, it didn't happen. He's their favorite guy. So this is the guy that's going to be a part of the Celtics 
in the future. Because he fits the team, I would have rather had I mean? Dragon Bender, bro. No. Oh, my no. God. He fits the team, John. He I does. I would have rather had Dragon the, the Bender only... and then drafted, drafted two players at 16 and 23 this was... that would have helped this year. The as biggest much... knock on Jalen Brown. Draft, Euro drafted stashes. The be... If you're going to draft and stash you don't at draft 16 and, stash at number and 23, three, though, if you're going to draft and stash at 16 and 23, then just – Pick your players at 16 and 23 who may have a maybe a Kelly Olenek. And then at number three, just draft and stash the best player to draft and stash. At number three, that's a waste of a pick. I bro. don't care. You wasted the pick by taking Jalen no, Brown. No. The this only is way plan you- B. This is their plan B. I don't like it. We don't like it. A lot of Celtics fans don't like oh, it. Uh, ESPN oh, has been oh, shitting on the oh, Celtics oh, as well. So it's a great pick then. No, it's not a great pick. This is their plan B. They couldn't trade the pick. So what were they going to do? If they couldn't trade the pick, what were they going to do? How many picks they have in this draft? They had eight. Did they have eight? They had eight. Okay. Record breaking. So let's just say you can't trade the pick. But we're just talking about the third pick, though. We're not talking about the rest of the draft. So you can't trade the pick. You tried to trade the pick. You tried to trade the pick. You realize even if we draft Chris Dunn, we can't trade the pick. We don't want Chris Dunn. Draft and stash. The third pick. Take the best player in the draft, which would have been Dragon Bender at that point. Why did Phoenix draft and stash instead of taking Chris Dunn? Because Because they realized. Phoenix is not looking to do anything this year. But they, okay. Jalen Brown is not going to help the Celtics this year. Well, that's, that's, Danny Danny Age will disagree with you, and so will Coach. That remains Stevens. to be seen. Sean. Okay, he's I, going to be in this rotation. You make it sound like he's going to be sitting on the bench. All no, year. no, no, no. I, I he's will not going to be Terry Rozier last year. I will say he's this. not going to be R.J. Hunter. I will say this is that Dragon Bender will end up being a better professional basketball player than Jalen Brown. Do you think Jalen Brown will be a top five? When we look back on this draft in two years, you don't think that he'll be a top five guy? That they'll say that he was one of the top five best players out of the 2016 draft. I mean, it's obviously impossible to tell right now, but um, no. I think he will. He has the most upside out of all those guys you just mentioned. What if, what if, what if, you, what if the Celtics can bring back Evan Turner? Then who, who, who's going to back up? If they, bring back, if they bring back Evan Turner, then Jalen Brown's not going to see the floor. No, but I'm saying, but if, what if they can't? This is, this oh, is, they can't. He's a, he's a plan B. That's, that's, all, that's, that's what I take from this. Right. I could be wrong, but I feel like if everything else doesn't work out, Hey, we got this guy we just drafted that we can develop. That's I mean, I'm, okay, I'm again, I'm okay, not happy fine, with it, but fine, fine. I'm trying to that's, I'm trying to understand but, it. But Joel, you're saying the same thing I am, right? I mean, you look no, at it. Not. No, I'm not. You're saying that they should have traded the pick and they couldn't do it. And then you're saying you sh- they should have stashed the pick. But you what 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 you said you should they should took Bender. What happened? No, I didn't say that at all. But you just did though. You taking Bender? No, you just said <laughs> you just said you you took this pick to develop it, right? You want to develop a player. So I'm sorry. No, but develop like right now. It's not like, oh, we're going to wait a couple of years. No, he's going to be playing right now. If, he won't be in the D-League. Put if, it that way. He's not going to be in the D-League. You. He won't be in Maine. Uh, right. If like, 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 Brown, like, like, like the last pick. If Jalen Brown averages more than five points per game this entire year, I will be absolutely shocked. Write that down. No, absolutely it. shocked. We're, we're, this is recorded. Now, Dragon Bender probably won't come. To the NBA this year. But the Phoenix Suns next year will probably get the guy who's going to change the damn NBA. And being a seven-foot swig man. So I'm sorry. If I if if, if I got I, I don't want – I didn't want them to – I wanted Jamal Murray, dude. If I want a guy who's going to come in, I want Jamal Murray. who's going to shoot threes, light it up, and beat J- Jamal Crawford off the bench. Fine. If that's what you want to take, if you're going to take the three pick, just take a guy who you know, Buddy Heald, Jamal Murray. I don't care. Take him. But if you're going to take Jalen Brown, who's going to be a slasher in the NBA, and he can't shoot. The guy can't shoot. Okay, but. The dude can't shoot. But if the Celtics think that this is the best guy for the system, not the best guy in the draft at that point, uh, for their system. No, it doesn't matter about the system. No, it does. It does. It doesn't matter about the system. You just asked me. You just asked me not too long ago, would Thaddeus Young fit in the system versus Jared Sollinger? So we're talking about. That was me. That was me. So so we're, we're talking about systems here. No. We're talking about systems. You can't. We are talking say. about systems because they, this is okay. First of all, we have to remember the, the, the Celtics. Systems. The no Celtics one. are a playoff team in this situation, so that's a blessing in itself. All these teams that are drafting this high up, they don't. They're not playoff teams, so we have to remember that. Yeah, you kind of want to draft okay. the best guy available. Okay, but you also want to ideally think, okay, this guy could fit the system well. He's a hard worker. He can defend. He can guard multiple positions. He can slash in the fast break. He's going to finish for you. 
Is that not Jalen Brown's criteria? The Celtics are probably going to sign somebody that does exactly what um, Jalen Brown could do in the NBA, and he's not going to play on this team this year. Who's that guy, though? Harrison Barnes. Negative. I don't think so. Nicholas Batum. Negative. I mean, these are two guys who... Why? Oh, they're, they're both small forwards who will probably take the starting spot away from Jay Crowder. Jalen Brown's not doing that. And you're going to have... You're devaluing... For, 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 the, for the, what we're talking about, at systems, and for the Celtic system, you're devaluing Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder. You just said that Jay Crowder's going to the bench now? Why? Because I would trade him? No, we're not talking about trading him. We're talking about I'm whoever, sorry, but whoever if, they bring in if is going to be is going to play over is going to play over if I can Nicholas Batum or or Harrison Barnes. If you're spending nearly max money on a guy, you're but, not going to put him in your starting lineup, but Joel? Why would you put why would you give them max money? That's my point. You're just saying they're probably going to do this and they're probably going to do that. We don't know what's going to happen. Right now, all all the focus right now what's is our, bringing in. Listen, what's all our the weakness? Focus, listen, all the focus right now is bringing in an all star. Those two guys are not all stars, which you just mentioned. So if they can't get bring in an all star, they're going to go and, and, and those two guys you just mentioned, those are second tier. How do you get an all star? How do you get an all star, Joel? Listen, how do you get an all star? Fucking listen. You got to trade. Second tier free agents. They're not first tier. They're not going to throw them $24, 25000000 million. How do you get an all star? You tell me how you get an all-star. You have to trade. Okay, we're not talking about trading. We're talking about signing. You keep jumping all over the place, bro. We're talking about signing. No. What I said was is that Jalen Brown will not be able to crack this lineup because there are better small forwards and wingmen in the free agent class that they're going to be able to sign. But what if they don't sign them? Then what? Well, then you're looking at a team that has Jay Crowder starting and Jalen Brown playing around 15 minutes a game. And that's what they're looking at right now. They had to draft somebody. They couldn't just let the pick go if no one if no one wanted to deal with it, um, wanted to trade for it. And they're not going to draft in stash. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, it's dumb. That's why they did it for 16 and 23. No. Yeah, but he's three, staying in the number, number three, three. The number three pick. A top 10 pick. You're going to draft know, in stash a top 10 pick? I mean, if you're going to do it. If you're a playoff it, team if already. You're gonna, if you're going to take that. This is. This is. This is. This is the problem, is that you, in, in the NBA draft, Danny, I think we can all agree that Danny Ainge fucked this, this draft up. Yeah, yeah, we all agree with that. Right. But So if you're going to fuck it up, it, though. There's a plan B. There's always a plan B with this dude. Always. Always. I know. I know. And I'm not. And it's not something we agree with, but that's what it I'm is. I'm just saying, though, if you're going to, if you're going to have, if you're going to have Jalen Brown be your number three pick overall, the own, the first pick when the draft actually started after Ingram and after Simmons, Jalen Brown? Damn. <laughs> hey, from the moment we found out the Celtics were getting the number three pick, I said, I like Jalen Brown for I this team. I know you did, you asshole. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. I was hoping that he could pull off a trade. I thought that he had... We're all just pissed off. Okay? He had options. I thought he had options. But anyways, moving on. Okay, so the biggest report for the Celtics coming out of... Uh, out of the NBA. Is this good news? Saturday time? Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning, I should say. Uh, Kevin Durant has now narrowed down his uh, meetings, free agent meetings that he's going to attend starting in July uh, to six teams. The Warriors, the Spurs, the Clippers, Heat, of course, is Thunder, and the Boston Celtics. Woo! I mean, that's in itself. The fact that he would pick the Celtics out of this. The fact that he picked the Celtics in six teams out of the entire league you have to say that's a good sign. Because, Take that, Houston. Because I think that it shows that Take he, that, Dallas. He, he has the Celtics on notice. The Celtics, along with the Heat, are the only Eastern Conference team. So Take I that, get, New I York. That's a good sign. That's a very good sign, right, that New York is not in that conversation. And also, I think that um, if you're a Celtics fan, you have to think, you know, hey, he's ha- he has the Celtics on his mind. So are we to get really excited about this? Is that something that we would – is that – looking too this, far ahead or should no. we say that this is still a good sign because there's still a chance whether it's this year or next year that Kevin Durant may consider coming to Boston. This is this is the best news that we've had for the Celtics since the draft. Since the draft. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time a top 3 no, player talked no, about Boston or meeting with real. Boston? You make it seem like the draft was so long ago. <laughs> but for real though, for real though. Okay, this, so just think about think about being in the life of Sean, okay? You go through the draft, 
You want to fucking punch everyone in the face on Friday. Everybody in the face on Friday. You wake up Saturday morning, you hear that Boston is on a short list. And Sean Boston is was on the, the first person list. to tell me. That's the first thing I saw when I woke up in the morning. I checked my phone, and Dutra is going nuts. And he went right to his laptop and wrote up that story Literally, about Kevin Durant. I didn't even. I didn't wanted even, to meet with the I Celtics. didn't even wipe the eye boogies out my eye, man. I fucking woke up, wrote up that shit because this is huge. So, so the reason why this is huge is that let's and Joel. I know you're mixed, Mr. Negative Nancy about Kevin Durant coming to Boston, which I get. This year it's probably not gonna happen, right? Because he can sign the one year deal. He can go back. It's more than go that. back it's to more OKC. Than that, but say what you gotta say. Okay, well, just, I want. I, see, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's more than that, but go ahead. All right. You can sign a one-year deal in OKC. I get that, okay? But for the Celtics to be on the short list, the the short list of where he would want to go, of where he would want to go in free agency. Not where he would want to go is who he wants to meet with. Right, but it, but but, but I guess you, I guess you got to think of it this way, Joel, right? So silver lining. Maybe Durant won't come here, right? And and and, and this is the, I'm still a positive guy that No, you're not. Fuck out of here. You the one that you, you're the one that says that Danny Age messed everything up in the last 48 hours. So then what what how's it going to how's it, how's that change? Okay. How Danny change? Ainge fucked the draft up. Okay. How's okay. that change? What uh, Maybe what? I said some things I didn't mean about Danny Ainge. Whatever, whatever. What other free agents in his tenure since he's been here has convinced you that yes, Danny Ainge is good at bringing in free agents? Hear me out. Hear me out, though. Hear me out. I'm gonna give you a list. Okay. Go ahead. This is all I gotta say. And and I will agree with you. Last year, there was a couple free agents that I think we all had. It it goes beyond last year. Hear me out. Hear me out, though. Last year, uh, you know what? Even two years since since the rebuild, right? Since this motherfucker's been here, he hasn't brought any free agents. Hear me out. Worth talking about. So why aren't you getting excited about Kevin Durant putting the Celtics on the short list? There's six teams. The Celtics is the Celtics are six on the totem pole on those teams. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm the biggest Celtics fan you ever find. But we're on the we're, if you look at legitimate championship contenders, the Celtics are six on that list. Okay, so for Durant to put the Celtics on Whoa. that list, hold, hold on, on, let, on, let on, me, on, let me on, finish on, real quick before before you get into your thing. You talk about the Celtics. Before I get into one thing, I was in my thing, man. Well, before you continue your thing, Celtics are, I think, the, the fifth best odds-wise to win the championship next year, as constructed right now, all right? Just so you know. That's literally what I just said. No, what are you talking about? I'm talking about their odds to win the championship. You're talking I about- literally just said that the Celtics are probably the bottom of the totem pole on that championship no, contender part of those teams. I literally just said that. Yeah, he said six teams that. Just he, let me, just no, let me no, talk. No, no, you're talking about you're talking about the list of teams that no, he wants to talk to, right? Well, no, he meant like out of those six teams, those are probably the six teams that have the best chance to win the championship next year. Not the whatever. Heat, though. The Heat are not on that list. Well, Celtics he meant Celtics, Celtics are one of those. But all right, continue. All right. Go ahead. So what I was saying was, <laughs> go. <laughs> this is gonna be like a two-hour podcast. Go. <laughs> okay, this is what I'm saying. Celtics fans should be very excited for the fact that Kevin Durant will put us on his list because this 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 is why is that if the Celtics can get on the list of the top teams you're talking about the Spurs the Clippers the Warriors the 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 Thunder those are the four best teams in the West right Clippers Heat Spurs yep those are the four best teams in the West. Durant's talking to them because he wants to win a championship. Then you put the the Celtics and the Heat in the same conversation, which I get the Heat because it's Miami. But would anybody have thought the Celtics would have made that list? So something is intriguing about the Celtics, which is great. But even if Durant says, fuck it, I'm going to the Warriors, right? Not this year, right? We're all all in agreement he's going to go to OKC this year. These meetings are just sort of, sort of, you know, a little bit of, you know, let's the, just see what's out it's there. Preliminary. You know, it's nothing I, set if, in stone. If you turn me off, yeah. then next year I'm not even going to invite you to the it's table. It's just a right? meeting. It's just a meeting. Right. Okay, yeah. So if Danny H can get in there and make a good pitch and sort of just, ah, you know, when yeah, it's not the right timing, then it, – it is huge that he, in his mind, thinks that the Celtics are a great place for him to play because you're not. I mean, you the Celtics never get free agents. 
They never get anybody even right. to the table. LaMarcus Aldridge didn't come to the table. Um, Kevin Love may or may not have come to the table, talked to Rondo, never really he, he, made he may have, it. He may have just hung yeah, out in Boston. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, he wasn't but, a free but, agent, though. Right. Yeah. No, he was. At no, that. he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was a free agent last year. That's what I said. No, you're talking about two years ago. Okay. Because, yeah, Rondo was still here. Right. Then he didn't make it to the table. You see what I'm saying, Right, right, though. but he never sat and, and right. talked about signing with the Celtics. Okay. You don't, yeah. Boston doesn't get these guys to come in and just sit down and say, I want to play for Bo- I, I may want to play for Boston. Tell me why I should. They never do. Right. This is the first one. So if you're looking at it, you got cap space now. Plenty. You got guys who are 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 lesser players than Kevin Kevin Durant that may be looking for a home and Kevin Durant, the best free agent in the class, put you on his short list. You gotta think that other guys are looking at that yeah. and saying, Man, why don't I look at Boston? Yeah, you read my mind. Why you know, don't I look at Boston? Because you think about those those free agents who are, you know, maybe they're second tier free agents. They're not top notch guys that people are talking about going into this free agency. You have to you have to assume that they look at Kevin Durant's list and they say, huh, he said Boston, you know, one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah, why one of the top Boston, tier, right? you know, free agents in the NBA. Out of all those teams, that has to be the one team that sort of sticks out in that list. Maybe Miami sticks out a bit too, but overall, you got to look at the Celtics as like, wow, that team didn't even make it out of the first round last year. But he's talking about Boston. Yeah, why didn't he put Atlanta on the list? Right, right? exactly. Like, why didn't he put uh, why didn't he, why why didn't he put Washington on the list? Washington, exactly. his hometown, his hometown didn't town. make the list. It's like wow, the Celtics made it over Washington. So I think for a PR move or PR for, for PR reasons for publicity for publicity, you know, for PR, for in terms of a PR standpoint, that's a great look for the Celtics. Okay, they haven't signed a, a huge free agent in a long time. There's gonna be ever, there's ever, gonna be actually, big free ever. agents ever. You can say that. Yeah, that's that's I should have said that. They haven't done that. Kevin Durant, the best free agent out there right now. We're assuming that LeBron James stays put. The best free agent out there right now, and he put the Celtics on the list. I, I think for a PR standpoint, that's a great that's great news for the Celtics. And for real, puts them on the map. Chances that he's gonna come to Boston. I mean that that takes all those talks from being fantasy land options to. Never know. But next year, though, right? Next year. Maybe this year. Maybe he hates Russell Westbrook more than we know. And he's just saying, I'm done. I don't even care. Speaking of the Thunder, name another team that won the draft more than the Thunder. I mean, they won the draft. They got Sabonis. Can I ask you what they got? Victor Oladipo. Can we actually? Their bench is stacked right now. Let's talk about that trade real quick because I I have a question. Yeah, that was a tall dude that used to play with the Bucks. I, I have a Ilasova. Ilasova, yeah. I have, so I just took a shot at that. I think I'm pretty Ilasova. Uh, uh Jarekbo. <laughs> <laughs> That's your kryptonite. I know. But what Jarekbo. What's what's wrong with Serge Ibaka? Jarekbo. I don't think nothing's wrong with him. I just think that they had to like, beef up their I, bench, I, I, man. I, I think he's They had to beef up their bench. What what do you They tried. They tried. Like I saw No, Ibaka played well in the no, series. No, no, I'm saying they, Ibaka tri- played they tried well with him. As long as it could go, I guess. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, yeah. they tried as long as they could that go. That seems like yeah. a strange trade, though. To me, like, I know everyone's saying, well, they got Sabonis, which I think he became, wins that trade. He became more of an outside shooter. wasn't banging down low like right. he was earlier it, in his career. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a strange trade to me because I always, I, I watch Ibaka, and, and I'm a, like nine times out of ten impressed with the guy, right? What's wrong with Orlando? That's probably the better question there, why they can't hold on to some of these guys, these young guys that are going to develop into like, something big. Like just draft the bonus. Just draft the bonus, and you got old Debo and Sabonis and yeah, go, yeah. you know, right? Like yeah. you got Vucevic, you got yeah. friggin'. Last, like, last year with, with, with uh, Tobias, Tobias Harris. Harris gone. Yo, gone. Celtics got to make a run at Vucevic, man. Trade Jalen Brown for Vucevic. I'm in. Hey, I mean, not I, I mean if, if, if Orlando wants to just start, you know, fire sale, then yeah, that'd be, that'd be somebody to look at, and he's not that expensive. Trey, get the Vucevic in Boston. That's my. I think I may go on a kick. Stop. I may go on a kick. I don't hate the guy, but come on. No, man, you can't hate on Vucevic. I said I don't hate the guy, but like, come on. You you think they're gonna trade? You think they're gonna take Jalen Brown for him? I would do that in a fucking. You would, but would Danny? You would, but would Danny? You know what I mean? If Orlando called up and said, "Hey, I want Jay," done. Bye. That's what I would get to. That's how I get to it. Give me Vucevic, bye. And that's it. All right, Joel, what did we miss? Let's get into it in case you missed it. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. 
Uh, in case you missed it, Kyrie Irving. Boats and hoes. Love them white women. Love them white women. If I could have been on that boat, I would have been so happy. (laughs) White women for everybody. No, in case you missed it. You get a white woman. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody gets a white woman. Everybody gets a scantily clad white woman. (laughs) In case you missed it, Kyrie Irving, who's probably still celebrating his uh, championship win. Boats and hoes. Has Boats decided hoes. has decided that he will participate in USA basketball this summer. Oh, I thought that was your kiss. You missed it. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't gonna talk about that him this on the boat. I thought that's what that was your in case you missed it. <laughs> no, that wasn't my kiss. I was gonna let you just fish. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the boat. So can we talk in about the boat? In case you thing? missed it, well. Kyrie Irving took a yacht out and only invited white women in bikinis. <laughs> White women for everybody. There wasn't even a chick on the boat. In case you missed it, uh, Derek Rose got introduced formally as a New York Nick on Friday. And uh, he says that he was happy that the Bulls traded him, even though he doesn't know why exactly he's been traded. Uh, you got to say that. You got to say that. I think and it's, a, it's a PR move. I mean, at the end of the day, what did the Knicks really have to lose? Okay. No, 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 no. But he's saying that he was happy that the Bulls traded. No, I know. I'm saying, okay. but, but it, I don't think it anyone gets the, likes it. Gets the Knicks fans Hoiberg. hyped up. It's like, okay, he's ready to. He's ready to. Uh, I, you don't think it's a little shade towards the Bulls saying that like it was a sinking ship? Like I'm glad they traded me. Oh, it's shade. Yeah, no a little one likes bit. Fred Hoiberg. I think Fred Hoiberg well, is. I, I think days are numbered. I think it's him. Him taking it as, oh, you chose Butler over me. Let's let's face it. Those two, they couldn't coexist with each other on the court. It, it just didn't work out. So it's like, okay. Instead of sticking with me, you chose him. That's fine. Yeah, he's younger. I'm going to go to New York. And at the same time, by him saying that, Knicks fans are like, oh, he's ready to come back to be in the old roles that he used to be. Right. And then he tore his ACL. You know, I, I hope that's not the case, but <laughs> it's going down that road. I mean, he's one injury away from calling it a wrap. Yeah. This is his one year. It's he's, a gamble. You can roll the dice. You can sell your tickets. It's a great move for the Knicks. Yeah, and the Knicks, that's a marketable move. Exactly. They, they that's have, that's they the move they year, make. They have one year of paying this guy 22 mil. Exactly. And then they can say, hey, he played either awesome and, you know what, we're not going to resign him, or we sold season tickets. Exactly. And he blew his knee out in the first game. So that's it. Come see the Rose and Mellow show. Even if it only lasts a few months. Rose got to get rid of the nappy had nappy hair, man. He's got to shave that thing down, man. What's wrong with the nappy hair, Sean? Nothing. But for Derrick Rose, it's bad luck. Every, ever since he grew it out. Since, no, no. Since his MVP season, he used to have the short. the short. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the short Caesar cut. And then he went to and the then fro. Then he went to the little. To the it, no, but it's not even a fro. It's like the little, like. It's a little bump. Un- it's exactly unkempt. It's unkempt. It's yes, it's exactly, that's what I mean. It's exactly dude. the one the haircut Jimmy Butler has. So Jimmy Butler's gonna cut his hair too. No, <laughs> it's <laughs> fine for anybody else. I'm not even saying I don't like the look. The look I'm looks just, fine. I'm the just look laughing because Sean said nappy. That's hilarious. The look, <laughs> but the it's money. It's right on. You You're know right. what I'm saying? Right. Ever since he became unkempt. He just decided to I'm blow trying. all of his ends ACL. Like, just keep yourself tight. Keep your fade tight. Your, your game will be fine. We will be getting MVPs. But then he decided to say, eh, I'm good. It's like during the offseason, he's been sleeping in the cave. And yes, come exactly. Down and exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I haven't practiced. It's not a good look. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see him, you're just like, oh, I'm just get injured. Look and he's, and <laughs> you, like, look at me. You look he at might him get and injured and tonight. And his goatee is, like, not, like, tight like it's just like he's got hair coming from his neck yeah uh, neck uh, i mean i'm all about the neck beard but i don't know derrick rose you gotta get rid of that thing real quick man <laughs> right. what else you got in case you missed it uh the celtics introduced the plethora <laughs> am i gonna get in trouble for that also man? on friday <laughs> no 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 that's that's great that's great that's gold uh also got introduced on friday I can't. I can't. All right. On, on, okay. No, no. On on what Joel's talking about. Which picture is better? That one or uh, the day after the Brooklyn trade when it was Keith Bogans, Chris Humphreys. What and, are we uh, talking about? The picture. The picture of the guys. The the, the oh, the players that they were all, the players that got drafted. Right. Or when they got introduced. Oh. Yeah, they look, they look pretty. They look pretty depressed. They look not maybe depressed. They're like maybe, nervous. Maybe Jalen like, Brown. Like, the only you guys one that's want like us here. Like, are we supposed to be here? Yeah. We heard the boos all the way from yeah. New York. Well, you guys, are, you guys booed so loud from the Garden that we could hear that. We we know all the negativity that the, you guys are unhappy because you wanted a a big trade and. A lot of people are just, Sean, of course, is one of them. <laughs> you guys are just upset that I was the one drafted. You wanted somebody else. 
here's my pearly whites, you know, awkward smile. It was man. that sort of situation. It, it reminded me of when Keith Bogans and Chris Humphreys took that picture, man. And Marshawn, Marshawn Brooks. Brooks. It was just the most awkward press conference where it's like, yeah, your big three era is done. We got us instead. This is the beginning of the rebuild. You know what I mean? It's like that awkward, like, I don't know. To me, both pictures seem awkward. I guess it's just me. Well, uh, Jalen Brown tried to uh, uplift the moment, so to speak, I guess. One quote he uh, was memorable for the during the press conference was, and I quote, I'm here in Boston. Now I'm ready to rip somebody's head off. Yes. Yes. I'm telling you, man, this guy is going to be energy. He's going to be that guy, that X factor off the bench. Oh, man. If quote. only we had some guy on the Celtics that had some, like, energy, you know? Like, Dude, him that's and- what we're missing. Dude. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I'm him sorry. and Marcus Smart are going to have handshakes. We literally have everybody on the team that has energy. Like, that's it. That's all we have is energy. By the way, when he said this, Sorry, all Kevin's. I can remember, and I, t- I tagged you guys on this on Twitter today, was that Key and Peele skit where the guy rips his head off and he's playing with a head. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Shit. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, uh, man. Tyreek Evans meets Draymond Green without a jump shot. Is that a three-point shot? Excuse me. Three-point shot. In the D-League. You will never be in the D-League. And that's it. For in case you missed it, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both at Causeway Street. You can follow us on SoundCloud and subscribe to us on uh, iTunes for all our podcasts. Yell at him, Joel. No, I'm cool. I'm going to yell. I'm, uh, I, I never yell during this. Yeah, say a little forcefully, man. Make sure they do it. All the plugs? Nah, because you guys always give me crap that I'm like I'm like demanding people to do We that. like it, though. Nah, I'm not. not yeah, but it's like our stick, you know? It's like you, we give you crap. We're like, oh, you're doing this yeah. again? It's like. Follow, follow it's us like, on. It's like, it's like when Charles Barkley complains <laughs> that they're going through the highlights of the game that they just saw. Yo, we just saw this one. Like, Yo, we do this every single we, time. We have to. Yeah, because the game just ended. Maybe go you saw it, Chuck, but not everybody saw it. <laughs> like, That's like, why we play the highlights, all right? Like us on Facebook. Backslash <laughs> Causeway Street hey, hey, add us on Snapchat because. Big shout out to the people who uh, I don't know if listen to the podcast, but they we got a, we got a good number of ads on the nice. night of the, the night of the draft. And you know what? We're gonna try to do some fun things during the, the off season because obviously uh, Snapchat sort of uh, takes a takes a hit. Seat. Yeah, it takes a backseat in the off season because we're not at the games or anything. There's no games going on, but we're gonna put some fun stuff on there. So uh, add us on Snapchat. Same uh, name, username, Causeway Street. Check us out. Plus, you get all that. Uh, you can see how people are shooting jump shots before the game. You'll know. Well, that's in October, but yeah. But you know what? We'll do some fun stuff. You know, we'll, uh, we'll. Oh, in the summertime, we'll be at the beach with me and like a, a speedo and shit, dude. Oh, right, we'll be good. Uh, okay, we can do that. All right. <laughs> I was talking about like more of a, oh. you know, watching like old Celtics oh, games together. Oh, or something. I, I, I miss, I, I, I misunderstood what you were saying. You know what? We could do that. We, we okay. We'll have, okay. We'll have video okay. of us, of us drinking and doing crazy stuff, and we're like, hey, it's Causeway Street. Yeah, probably not, but <laughs> follow our friends out, I'll spice out, it up, okay. out west. At the open field. For, I have uh, a problem with the open field right now. No, I don't have a problem with those guys, I do. man. They, you Why, because they're the shit on your, your no, Team USA? No, because Copa? Um, who, one of them, sorry, I, I'm sorry, guys, but one of them put up a piece about why are Celtics fans getting so mad about this three pick? And I, oh, I, put, up, I put up probably like a 700-character comment on Facebook on their thing. So You counted? Mm, I mean, it was probably like three Twitter posts, so that's around 700. Okay. Anyways, the open field, they do great stuff. They got stuff about uh, Copa America up there. They got the Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, if you're into that. What else? Well, like I said, they put the – they put they they. Uh, it's I, like, I, it's I like, disagree with you. No, it's like pop culture meets, meets sports. I love it's it. A, it's, it's, a great, it's a great blog to follow, but – when they when they said that about the Celtics, I literally lost myself. I I I almost. You know I what? Almost, Let's get one of them on. We're gonna get them on, so you guys can. Uh, why don't we get them on? We plug them every time. Hey, well, let's set it up. Let's do it. I think it's because they're on California time. You never know what happens. It's all there. good. Hey, fellas, hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. We'll figure we'll figure something out. Well, I'll just call them. <laughs> <laughs> they also got a great piece up of uh, how legends fade. Interesting about uh, Jay Z. 
Oh shit! Sway's steaming. I can see the steam coming out of his headphones. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! It's, it's, an, it's an interesting read. Oh, so. what am I? Oh. I'm gonna have to check this out. Wait, 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 wait. Am I the am I the Jay Z stand on the show? Uh, no, 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 no. No, I'm just saying I overall. Guess. Like, no, I mean, Dutch over here is like. I will steaming. tell you this: that I am not on the same Jay Z level as you guys, right. man. It's an interesting piece. I, I think mean, you should check it out. It, was, a, it, got, it got posted on I'm Saturday, a, so I'm a big fan of Money Cash Hoes, but I'm gonna check it out. I don't know after that. Anyways, it's grabbed my, it guys, got my attention. Guys, if you are looking for the best podcast in the industry, this is it right here. Causeway Street Podcast. Follow us on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Go hit that like. Go review us, too, because we need some we need some feedback. Let subscribe, us know for subscribe. subscribe and review. And check it, check out the, the, the homepage, CausewayStreetBlog.com. We got uh, grades up for the drafts. Uh, we got Sean's rant on what what he thought was a shitty draft. You want to read that because <laughs> I, I literally I, I I literally was losing my mind that night. I decided to not blog that night. I decided to wake up at six o'clock in the morning with all my thoughts composed, and it came out. I I gotta say my rant came out without any swear words in it, so I gotta be pretty happy about that. They all came out here on this episode. Also check out. <laughs> also check out. Uh, my piece, why Kevin Durant will not be a self. He's like, it's still relevant. It's still relevant. Check and it shout out. out to, hey, what the fuck? God, can't, yo, Kevin Durant's coming to the Celtics, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I had to swear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we up out of here. Until next week. Hey, guys, I love you. Bye. Peace.